It's episode 682 of the Stupidly Small Podcast. G'day, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Well, well, weren't we away for some time last week? We, 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 we sort of got big on us. Well, you you got us into it late with your hashtag five day bender, well, but I got, you know, do you remember the old days where you used to have a hashtag, hashtag five day bender and I used to have a hashtag illness that lasted yeah. for eight weeks? <laughs> yes, well, it's. Uh, well, it didn't last for eight weeks, it lasted for. Let me see, four or five days. Do so, I hear the pitter patter of little feet, perhaps? Like no, that? no, don't make me eh? <laughs> nauseous. <laughs> no, you, you that don't. The pitter patter. I mean, you might. There are small feet in this house. This well, morning, internal no. pitter patter. No, no internal pittering or pattering. No, oh, it we'll was. See. I sounded like a bloke. I had a few people speak oh, to me during sexist. the week on the phone and say. Thank you, sir. I will put you through, or can you hold, mm. or something? And I was like, okay, I'm Thanks, not well. Mate. You can yeah. tell. I was. I was like, how going? Because that you've heard me. You've heard I me am. when I'm sick. It just I goes am. plummets to the to the a few octaves. You just uh, described yourself as Paul Robeson during the week. So <laughs> I, I think. I wasn't sure if it was racist or sexist, no. but I let it go through the key because no, you're a crook and potentially pregnant. So that's okay. <laughs> don't you? Don't you tell anybody that I'm pregnant? I'm not at all. I promise you, one hundred percent. But I do. But that Paul Robeson, you know that. Old man river. Yeah. You know how deep that is. I could actually do a very good version of that during the week. There wasn't much Maybe else I could do as well. apart from lie down and just groan occasionally. Well, uh-huh. and it's interesting doing. Um, I mean, there there are some cartoons that people have ri- done on the internet, which which well, one person's done, which is uh, which are a collection of like games you can play as a child uh, with a child. When you are lying motionless on a couch, <laughs> it's things like and there are hairdresser games? and stuff. Oh yeah, and it's like lying. You just lie on the couch. And you go, "Who's my hairdresser? Who's going to come brush my hair?" And somebody, if you give a kid a hairbrush mm. and just put them behind you, they'll just brush your hair and they'll tie it up. They'll put pegs. I in need it, a whatever. kid. My housemate won't even do that. There you go. Do that. <laughs> do that for the Can I hire some of your kids hours. just for hairbrushing? Oh, and please do. Please do. During well, they like week. a massage. Can they do like a hand oh, massage? Man. Or a I was really not. I was not coping during mm. the week, so I was very. I was feeling very sorry for myself. Um, as for you, well, uh, well you, feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. Oh, uh, guess what, Stu? What? Somebody's just woken up in this house. Well, it's the morning, to, I suppose. We're allowed yeah. to wake up. I may have to pause on you again. Uh, Stuart, there we yes. go. Now, listen, that was the first ever edit in uh, <sighs> Stupidly Small Podcasting yes. History. Well, what am I mean? <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting for that day. It's, uh, I've often thought how it would play out. And, uh, you know, it's your first time with these Sorry. things. Sorry. I really did have to. I had to go and deal with that, and I knew that it would be a pain, but we just have to do it. So it is the first know. ever It's the what first ever edit. sabotage this podcast? Why? Well, because, you know, this it's is what family life is all about. This really? Is what Sabotage. It's mm-hmm. about like t- making life hard for everyone else. Well, look, all I'm saying is the sacrifices need to be made. I've been explaining this to my <laughs> child. Do the kids make over the sacrifices, though? <laughs> well, that's what I've been explaining to my right. child. I've been saying we need to, sometimes we need to do things that we don't all want to do, like go to the right. shops when but we'd rather so hang out. So you're reasoning rather than punishing. Huh? You're reasoning with children rather than punishing them. No, I'm teaching them consequences, which is the contemporary word for punishment. <laughs> well, no, it's the hands-off uh, version of punishment. Oh, isn't this it? is what you—you you, you know what? I love you dearly. Spare the rod, so spoil the child, points. Lauren Clark. 
but spare me your parenting tips. Well, well, you know, spare I'm actually uh, highly rated in some quarters when it comes to. Uh, Are you? Is that right? Views that on right? parentals Isn't and. That right? uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't know because you don't turn up when I ask you to babysit. So, oh, I was turning up. I, anyway. just, I was like an hour uh, obscured. <laughs> turning up at a different time. So, I was anyway, on a train. Stu Farrell. I died on a train. Is that, isn't that a Hitchcock movie? The guy who died on a train. Like I was that guy. Mm. I nearly, I panicked. You did nearly die. <laughs> I on was a on train. the phone to you when that happened. A Listen, Hitchcock. for those yes. who don't know what we're talking about, go back a couple of episodes for uh, the, uh, the joy that was Stu um, mm. finally having the uh, opportunity, some would call it, to, to join your world, join my world, and failing completely to join it in any the, way, shape, or form. The now, time Stuart, ignorant. Yes, it is. I believe. We have a bumper-busting bonanza mailbag. Hang on, what's a bumper-buster? Bumper-busting bonanza of a like mailbag. something a little bit dodgy. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying, I'm just going to say, do you know the other day I went to a thing mm. and I said, I, there was, there was somebody standing there and she said, um, <laughs> she had all over it. No, listen, she had all mm. over it. It was at like school assembly or some like really banal context like that, right? Yeah. She's got like... All these bags <clears throat> hanging off her arm. She's got. She's holding a million bags, but each one of them was like a brilliant color, a car, a carpet bag, oh, or like hippie. a she'd made them. Or so. she just. It, and I said, "Look at Ishka. you in your fun bags." Hey! <laughs> and everybody went. I like it. There really was a, a moment where I didn't understand what I'd said. <laughs> well, there are. There's two anyway. types of people in the world, though, Lauren yeah, Clark. There's those that grew up reading Picture Magazine. And then there are those who grew up reading The New Yorker. And so <laughs> you, you could have actually divided the room by who laughed at fun bags and who gone, oh, what, that's, a, that's an odd term. Interesting context. Mm. What's going on now? Mm. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm sure it's so funny for a reason. Lauren, you know, we talk about people and, uh, in, in, uh, in various and yeah. contexts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. But uh, I, can we just take it back a little bit? Mm. Oh, are we, going, are we going straight to fun bags, mailbags? Well, we can. We, do you you call the shots, babe? Well, you we tell are, me we, we are going, going to address the letter that we received because it is of uh, importance mm. as for a long term uh, correspondent. In fact, uh, would Thomas be a bureau chief? Thomas Caldwell would be the bureau would be the chief of the, our film critic, wouldn't he? He'd be. The, is that is that? A, can you be a bureau chief of cinema? Surely. Well, I suppose, yeah, I, mean, surely I suppose you can. so. We, we can maybe be a, the roving bureau chief of the arts. By the way, those of you who are recent listeners, uh, you do need to just at some point at your own leisure, let us know where you're the bureau chief of because we do mm. need everybody to uh, represent their own uh, neck of the woods. So just let us know. Shoot us off a little email. We have them around the globe too. Oh, we do. We have them everywhere. Um Top of mountains in... What I was going to say one? that exact same uh, thing, top of mountains. Top of mountains in... Where, where, where was he last? I don't know. I've heard from him for a while. Well, he's probably lost all contact with uh, humanity. <clears throat> uh, Canada. Hello to our Canadian friends. You've got several Canadian friends. You've got some American friends. Uh, Canberra. Some palms. Yes. got a few palms. Top of the morning to you. Yanks. Uh, we did. We already said some of that. Anyway, did oh no, we didn't. Yeah, with New York, I said, didn't I? Did no. I? Oh, maybe I didn't. Anyway, Toronto. Listen, uh, are we doing the same show? W- yeah. <laughs> Weren't you talking about something? I was you just going to say, you Thomas know, Thomas Caldwell. Thomas get, Caldwell. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. But, uh, but prior to that, even yeah, uh, Thomas Caldwell is our uh, bureau chief, roving bureau chief of the arts and film. Yes, true. 
seeing as though uh, community media and, and those sort of organisations are go. shutting down Here people's access to go. the arts and film, I think it's important yes. that new media and yes. these uh, emerging medias mm. embrace yes. uh, the arts because, uh, it's so you right. know, when the... <laughs> It says says you, the same person who on this very podcast once said the immortal words. So funding for the arts, that's a tough one. Well, you know, I was listening to uh, uh, Bill, what's his name, Bill Maher's podcast on the uh, weekend. Were you just, what does and, he reckon? A bunch of snowflakes, actually, don't worry about it. No, no, no. He actually said yeah. that he doesn't believe arts funding is for governments. I know. Uh, and we had a bit of a... Chin stroking on that one, we're just going, yeah, we're a bit of a discussion, you know. And, mm. um, and, and no, because the point was, and there was a point behind it, in that he said, There's enough people studying uh, how to make films. If you want to be a filmmaker, uh, you'll I don't find, make me cross, I don't want to, you will hear. find that vocation. No, but yes, we need no, to educate people opposite. in politics and, and, the, and how they're getting screwed. Really? So, you yeah. need to educate people in politics. So, what does that mean? You give. This is the argument that Excuse you Excuse me, make, I'm not uh, Bill Maher's spokesperson here. This I'm, is just, the argument, I'm just parrot. This is the argument that you give politicians 400 grand a year and let them live in a free apartment and let them take all the superannuation in the world that and then let them happen. get a government job and uh, get a, you know, private sector job selling oil afterwards. Right. Because we want to attract happen. good people to politics. That's not what happens, You right? pay monkeys, you get peanuts, Lauren. Absolutely not true. If you look at the... People getting paid. If you pay, look at the people getting paid bajillions of dollars in politics versus your nurses and your teachers who are getting paid actual peanuts. You know, it makes me so mad. This idea of oh, you know, people are going to make film anyway, so don't like let let's not Mm. make film, let's not make any culture because people are going to do it. You know who's going to do it? Rich kids. People you know who, what I'd pay to see? You and Bill Maher, one-on-one. Oh, I would take in a that studio. guy down so... Oh, I don't think you would, I would but I think it'd be a fantastic uh, I know. conversation. I would love to... He... The, the argument that we don't need the arts, or that the arts don't need to be funded, particularly in the States, where, by the way, they're basically not. Hmm. You know, in the, in, in the States, most arts funding is private. So mostly it's like billionaires giving money to and so every wing of an art gallery is called the you know Stuart Farrell wing or well, the of course it is <laughs> we our, our family has been very generous to the arts right across the world you Paul Getty yeah. uh, you know it, it but look it, don't get me this comes under hashtag don't get me we love the Gettys too probably you already have hmm. Of course you did. Anyway, continue. You were saying something else. What, oh, well, what I'm gonna, I'm Thomas Caldwell, I'm going to try and keep yeah. you on track. Well, let's just start with Thomas Caldwell. I was actually going to have something else, but that can wait mm. because it is important. I think this arts discussion and how, and we both agree that uh, arts is overfunded and it should not be uh, funded by the public or you mean by the you taxpayer and, dollars. You and Bill agree. Billy? You mm. and Bill. Not yeah. We both agree. And you. No, you no. and I. I do not agree about that, so, and you know I don't. And do you and think fact, I do? I don't agree either because you've sold it to me, even though uh, I, I may have taken some convincing. You have sold <laughs> it to me, the reasons why <laughs> and all that. And we don't have to go back. You just have to go back into the archives. This is episode 680 or whatever it is. Yes. Uh, we have spent time on this um, subject across the years, haven't we? We have. And, uh, y- that was I, actually me cracking my knuckles, by the way. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, when it comes to arts funding, that's when you really fire up. Uh, I, this is when I'm glad we, we had Listen, this C between us, yeah. I do think, I, you know, I think there is a lot of nuance in the discussion about what arts funding should be. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think... I, I do, is that a I French think, word? Yeah, but I think the idea that w- that the you know somebody's these these people are going to do this anyway and funding you know you can get I mean in the in America it's a little bit easier to get like it's a lot easier it's a lot easier to get private funding and that's f- fabulous but some things are not going to be privately funded because they're not going to be commercially viable and those things are actually quite often the things that need to be encouraged to be made you know like and, and sometimes if something's like really the, the first – sometimes the first, t- the first time an idea will be tested out mm. in society is in like some stand-up comedy room, in like, you know, someone who's just standing there saying something that's like totally controversial and then 10 years later people will be saying it on the front page of the newspaper. Well, it's Do you like know what I mean? Like, lyrics. It's the mm. same thing. It really is. It's the same thing except – Different, but it is, and it's well, and the, same. The vernacular in hip hop is now like day to day language. Absolutely, but, you know, and I absolutely agree with you, and I think that's the same with, like you know, with stuff like you know how there's this now there's a show that's on a mainstream channel basically now you mm. could call it that called Transparent, which you have oh, watched garbage. before, which you don't think's any good. But listen, that show would never have been on TV five years before, let alone ten years before. Didn't the dad get but, kicked off it? Yeah, but 10 years before that, yeah. artists were doing work that was yeah. about that stuff. Those yeah, things Mrs. were Doubtfire, being tested the, out We've in all ideas. seen the underground hits, you know, when it comes to that sort of thing. But so, um, you know, I just think, I, I think you can, you can, this, the, people just, people who dismiss that yeah. just make me so cross. Don't you yawn at me. I'm not <laughs> yawning. I, I uh, it's all right. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Oh, crack your knuckles, it'll be all... I've cracked them. Crack your knuckles, your knees and your ankles. Do, do the triple, <laughs> get yourself feeling better. Did well, you have a point? You started no. with poor old Thomas Caldwell, who's now been dragged through this argument. Well, I've let's, mentioned him let's four head times. To <laughs> the Bumper Mailbag uh, Monday edition. And, really? uh, okay. and we didn't, don't we have a, uh, a sting for this? Can we, can we get the cobwebs off or are we just going to oh, have to go through? Yeah, No, we do. Let's play the... Hit the sting, Stig. I love it. Mailbag. And isn't it fantastic to hear it back? Lauren Clark, this could be us emerging from our uh, mutual cocoon. Mutual cocoon. That's grounds for divorce. Uh, <laughs> in this current climate here in Australia, I think we shouldn't be discussing it, especially since we work together, our mutual cocoon. Our mutual but the thing is... <laughs> Um, and uh, particularly any taxpayer-funded money relating to the funding. The, there is zero yes. money involved here. And speaking yeah. of which, uh, to the people who I promised T-shirts to, they are still sitting on top of my heater and they can sit on top of the heater because it's uh, summer. So the heater's can not on. Can you take a photo of them sitting on your heater just so that we know the T-shirts actually exist? I mean, sure. it is ridiculous. That I can't even oh, email someone back to say they're getting a free T-shirt, let alone send them one you when know, they want to pay for it. Basically, you should be sending the people who ordered these T-shirts $50 plus <laughs> <laughs> a free T-shirt. I mean, it's been completely t-shirt. ridiculous. And, and because, as you know, the, the churn in podcasts, we have, we have a very solid uh, loyal listener base. Mm. But we also have people that are, are like uh, burning stars. They come in 
and they burn bright for a while and they contribute and want to be part of it and then the next flittering thing takes their fancy and away they go into the, you know, new media scape, which is fair enough. That's yeah. what happens now. And so I'm fearful that... You think that, we've lost some? Oh, without a doubt. You're but I'm fearful you. that some of these T-shirts that are so overdue are for people that uh, were burning bright at one stage no, but that's what and I mean. have left you, our atmosphere. You think they've left the atmosphere and the yeah. T-shirt's going to come up from a thing they no longer listen to? They're trying to go, oh, well, at least I can clean the car with it or something. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> now, nah, once a stupidly small listener, always a stupidly small listener, I reckon. Like, well, they might just check in sentence. occasionally. Yeah. Well, one, there was in. one person who stormed off. We've had one storm off who over was the years. That's Someone on Twitter yeah. said, I'm done. I can't stand it. I can't, I can't handle it. No, I thought it. that person came back. Oh, did they? It was when I was going through a particularly dark period. You were very grumpy for a and while. And this person just yeah. got their nose out. She said, I can't do it. I, you're, just, you're bringing you're me down. You're driving me crazy. Yeah. I listened to you you're guys killing me. To, to feel good. And now I'm like wanting to... Yeah. Yeah. This guy's mate, I'm digging my own grave out in the backyard. He's making me feel so bad. But I, then I thought uh, that person came back. That he back. came back. Yeah, he may have. He may have. But well, see, I've we... dropped, as you know, Facebook and Twitter, so I don't know what happens anymore. I don't even know Stuart, if people listen This anymore. is true. We haven't actually discussed this on the podcast. Stuart has removed himself. Oh. No, we started to and then we didn't. And then we – anyway, we oh, beforehand a, we did. And an then aborted we never podcast. Anyway, yeah, it was. And oh. then – but then um, you – but you have gone off Facebook and yep. off Twitter. That's you are right. still on Insto. Insta. Insta, I know, but you know, still on Insta. Have mm. your has your life? You, I mean, you know, you're going to go. My life's changed for the better. Has it changed for the better? Oh, I haven't really noticed. Although I got a text from someone just a couple of days ago saying, yeah. "Hey, I sent you a message about hosting that gig on the thingamajig for the thing, and I haven't heard back from you, dude." And I said, "Ah, oh, look, sorry, I'm not on Facebook anymore." And, 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 and this is a person texting me to say, "So you know, that you sucks. can still you still can get." But I didn't. I couldn't do it with the gig anyway. I, I was already booked, okay. So. Um, oh, that reminds me, I've got to get back to someone. Um, but listen, you... <laughs> Would you compare calendars? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, you... you it's, it, you know what it's been good for? What? Me. Because oh. on Facebook, and I'm, you know how I always say that I have a bit there of a Stu Farrell filter? Because no. for somebody who doesn't like Facebook, you were on Facebook, I, I think there's actually a Facebook application you can get now. Pretty uh, much. Stu filter. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> you, were on, you were on it a lot, right? So I could, generally be, I could generally rely on the fact that if I posted something to Facebook, within the next f- 40 seconds to <laughs> 24 hours, there'd right? be a post from you underneath it, Is usually right? critiquing it. <laughs> <laughs> Usually just being a little bit of a smarty pants. Well, you have a lot of very sucky friends, Lauren Clark. I do not. I have a lot of very beautiful friends who love me and whom I adore. And they so critique you. you do not uh, find friends? this a comfortable way for me to be treated. <laughs> so <laughs> you like to just bring me yeah, down a peg. Mm. And I've just been noticing uh, there's no, there's no, there's no Stu Farrell filter. I posted a thing the other day. It was like, this is about cats. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, uh, I am off the leash, buddy. It is, uh, yeah. I am free as a bird. Anyway. It's not going to bring me back. Uh, tell me about the mailbag. But um, bum bum mailbag. And we'll just go with one today. Mm. And because uh, we, we actually do have a heaving mailbag, uh, it's just that, um, Sure do, matron. We've got, in fact, we've got a lot. Uh, To go back. Yeah. uh, You know what? This is a group hug and thank you to everyone who has uh, contributed in some way over this uh, weird and extended summer break. Yes. 
and we, we will kick off uh, from we a recent have, email. We yeah. actually have had a great, some great feedback and some great people oh, getting in touch. And then there was heaving, a period where heaving. it all disappeared, <laughs> remember? And we didn't find it till later. I don't know what happened to the mail. Oh, mail. the old – but you responded to a lot of those people too, didn't you? Yeah, I did, but still. Yeah, and there was some lovely stuff in there too. Yeah, yeah but we, we had a bit of a, a Gmail breakdown. Something happened. You so know, bit of an to kick off the, the season of Mailbag, and that means next week we will have Monday Money Matters oh, back in a, town. You beauty. Hopefully you will have, as usual, forgotten about that by Monday. Well, but well, anyway, yeah. I'm checking I'm checking my app as we speak. Hang mm-hmm. on for a second. Please don't. What's your app? Uh, I don't even know investment yet. I met. Ooh. I'm oh, this is your crypto embarrassment. A little while ago, yeah. And it has dropped since the start of this <laughs> podcast, I kid you not, $150 in value. Whoa. So it's quite the roller coaster ride. But when you're playing <laughs> with seven digits, you know, it's up and down a lot. So, anyway, we'll start with Thomas Caldwell. Yes. Our roving uh, media and arts. He's roving too. Film. I think he's in uh, Berlin at the moment. Oh, I think he really? is. I don't know. Maybe I got that wrong. Let me see. Did he it. take his cat? I went on Facebook and found out. Did he take his cat? Very, he loves his cat. Very unlikely. But yes, continue. Thomas Berliners Caldwell. love their cats. Oh, what's something about? Uh, Do you think Hit- we've mentioned Hitler Thomas yesterday. Caldwell's enough Thomas <laughs> name Caldwell enough during <laughs> from Cinema Autopsy? And uh, is he what were you still reading about Plato's Hitler? Cave? Huh? No, Plato's Cave finished. There's Plato's, oh. you know, the new one that Josh does that, that we that recommended. We plugged, yeah, yeah, Plato's Couch. Couch, correct. Listen, anyway, hey, nobody knows what we're talking about. If you don't know who he is, you don't know what any of that means. He Thomas, runs cinema in this town. He runs cinema in this town. That's all you need. And this to town be. being Melbourne, no. Australia. Yeah, true. What were you saying about Hitler in there? <laughs> <laughs> so almost like that one slides through. Uh, no, I was just watching um, mm. a thing on Hitler yesterday, and uh, uh, and I, I mentioned uh, that Thomas may have taken his cat to Berlin because Berliners love cats. Um, and I right, don't. I see. And then I don't think it actually mentioned uh, in the doco mm. that uh, Hitler was getting around Berlin with your cat. Right. I just it, it just reminded me of uh, the doco. So and Thomas I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one thing. He's Hitler adjacent. Is what you're I'll saying? Tell you, no, no. <laughs> if you're ever at a party, yes. And someone goes, "Oh, what are, does anyone know about anything about Hitler?" You can say that guy <laughs> was a loon, and. Uh, Safe to say you won't get rebutted. Great so, tip, yeah. Stu. Little, Great uh, party com- tidbits. Yeah. Conversational tip from Stu for the young folks there, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, totally. He was a frustrated <laughs> artist that uh, caused a lot of uh, difficulty oh, for a lot of dear. people. Very uh, nice. Understatement. Yep. So, Thomas Caldwell uh, <laughs> just yep. emailed us at stupidly, be- stupidly big at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, with two important pieces of uh, film news. And it's I thought, actually- well, it was actually big and stupid at stupidlybig.com. Oh, really? One of the one or either of those. Yes. Oh. No. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. Okay. Big well, and stupid I... at stupidlybig.com. But either of them will work. Yes. So we've got two email addresses. Oh, my God. I love you. <laughs> How so, long have we been doing this? By the way, <laughs> I went and saw uh, three billboards outside Ebedeba. Um, Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. And you and loved it? Loved it. Ah, uh, not that what a film. surprised. I, I thought film. even Farrell will like that one. I thought I've seen one critique of it. In fact, negative two critiques. Critique? One, there's one. Is critique just uh, in its essence a negative thing? Is it? No. Well, I sorry. I'm using the. I'm using it as that in this yeah. in this moment. Um, no. Uh, one criticism of it, and then when there right. are the guys that do the pop culture happy hour podcast absolutely hated it, and they called it. 
um, Oscar bait and like said it was the mm. worst. And I think there's some race reason why, but I can't remember and I race. haven't listened to the full thing. But anyway, if you want to see, I'll send it to you, Farrell, and you can rebut it to me. Because I really want. There is a bit of a thing in there where the, there's a little. Yeah, I'll send it. And we'll talk about. It. But there, there seems to be like this this storyline uh, along the lines of race. Mm. That gets turned into almost a joke rather than yes, that's what that's right. one of the critiques. Yeah, okay. right. it's like actually that's not cool. That's mm. not cool. Anyway, uh, but I'll send you the link and I'll put it up for anyone else who's interested. I'm sure they know because the film. if they've right. watched yeah. it, they will have thought that themselves. Anyway, yes, uh, Thomas Caldwell. Yeah, <laughs> has two. It, Somebody, two some one of you guys has to tell us how many times we mentioned his name during this podcast. Yeah. Two pieces of important film news. One. Did he? Thomas Caldwell, yeah. Stronger. I'm assuming <laughs> this is a film. It is. Opens in Australia today. Mm-hmm. It's not a it, it's a not bad based on a true story film about a guy who lost his legs during the Boston Marathon bombings. Very happy topic, very uh, joyful. But it's set in Boston. <laughs> you, were, you were so keen to get there. I think the the, uh, the bell <laughs> shot across the room and took out the cat. Uh, but it's setting Boston, so there's a lot of swearing, alcoholism, and talking about sports and extremely think Boston accent. I so love it. I can't. That's called Stronger. It's about a guy with no legs who swears a lot. And uh, 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 Look, if it's set in Boston, you, you can bet I'm going to watch Boston. it. I lived you say in Boston. Properly? I don't know if you know oh, did, that. You did? Do they have trams in Boston? I lived in Boston. 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 Did you did you have a kegger? Yes. Or did you go to a kegger? <laughs> yes, many. <laughs> now, um, yes. More importantly, number two. Yeah, and this is where it gets real. I and we've spoken about this a bit. It peaked for me at number one. This is Thomas no, Caldwell's no, no, no. email. Yeah. <coughs> Thomas Caldwell. Yeah. <coughs> Super <coughs> Troopers Two has been announced <laughs> for the nineteenth of April. <laughs> now, it, Thomas says. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's because he is the man. He is Melbourne's man of Was it now. you who did you previously oh. discuss Super, Super Troopers? Tr- on of this? course, I actually when they were when yeah. they were crowdfunding uh, for this film, we worked uh, in old media. Yes, and I, I uh, was promoting the crowdfunding to ensure <laughs> Super Super Troopers Two was made. That's right, you were too. You did that on this podcast, I thought. I was on the podcast. I, I thought it went, went all the way back no, to old no, media. I think it was this. <laughs> right. Anyway, and Thomas says, I believe the first film is supposed to be pretty good. In brackets, no, seriously, I've heard this and I've been mean to check it out. Well, I think he's just lost his title of Melbourne's Mister Film because I remember there used to be a uh, a film reviewer on old media that said something so disgusting. That it, yeah. it got me so angry that mm. I put pen to paper. And, oh, God. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual pen to actual paper. You, in, you engaged in some arts. Yeah. Well, I gave him the arts because this guy, <laughs> he was a young and funky film reviewer talking yeah. about the latest. Uh, oh, I love you it know, when you say young and funky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the latest, you know, subtitled uh, hit down at the Nova or whatever. Right. And. Uh, and someone made reference. <laughs> someone yes. made reference to Caddyshack. Yeah, and he said, "I've never seen it, and it looks it looks ridiculous." He like dismissed it, and I said, "No, no, 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 no. Mister Trendy, five year old film reviewer, you are not going to dismiss one of the uh, comedy film, you know, the film comedies of all time, one of the greats, one of the featuring greats. a great cast, one of the greats." Oh. Listen. Cinderella story. Yes. <laughs> it's a great film that can be watched repeatedly. As, and it's funny, he emails about Super Troopers because 
uh, my dear housemate and I, one of the first times we hung out together, yeah. uh, <laughs> watched that film back to back. Oh, it, twice. It stopped and we went back to the Had you we not been concentrating it. very well the first time, you guys? No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. <laughs> now, we, lo- we loved it so much, we went and started again. Oh, that's adorable. See, if and I've, I've got copies of it lying uh, around the house. Like, I don't have to look for one. N- nothing better. Nothing better. That's me. I'm not going to tell you what my version of that is. Because you're going to waiting for Godot. No, it's not waiting for Godot. That's not my favourite comedy DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do find the cartoon very amusing from the New Yorker the recent, in recent oh, years. Yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Godot. I saw it just recently. Did you post it again? Or I posted it again yeah, recently because right. I found it in my photos. Godo, it's got it's it's the it's. I'll, I'll post it. I'll post it. Oh, could you? I'll post it. Yeah, you're Laura, just gonna uh, love it, Stu Farrell. Yeah, this those, is what I'm missing out on with you not being on social waste media. Waste their time on social media and mm-hmm. the internet. How do they find us? They find us at Stupidly Big. Go stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes. You can give us a rating and a review. We've had one this year. One. Just one, yeah. actually, no, that's only one review. We've had lots of ratings. Oh, so okay. thanks, everybody, yeah, for yeah. doing that and yeah. for coming along and particularly the, uh, our so thus far um, first ever of the year. Paid. And um, I've just lost another $18 on this crypto, by the way. Yep. Ah, well, it's great that we're all In taking advice time. from you, isn't it? <laughs> Monday monkey matters. I'm still uh, 50% up on my initial investment. Okay, Stu Farrell, we will uh, speak to you soon, but thanks very much to Thomas Caldwell for uh, sponsoring today's podcast yeah. with us. And for kicking it. off Mailbag and Monday. <laughs> that's right. Stuart Farrell, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.